I'm cool. I'm cool. Are you really? Are you? Oh, God, no. No, of course not. I married a man who's two feet away from me watching anime. Hello. I'm watching anime. Hey there, Internet. I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this is the Gem Jam, where we do an episode-by-episode recap of the 1980s cartoon Gem and the Holograms, because both it and the comic are truly dark. Dark Gem. It's Dark Gem 3. Although you wouldn't know it looking at this cover. Oh my god, this cover is so sad. It's just pizzazz with her little kitty and her tiny, 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 tiny hands. Man, Morgan. Anyway, this is issue 13, lucky number 13, Dark Gem Part 3. I feel like for thematic consistency, 13 is should be where Dark Gem started. But here we are. You do what you can. We can't have two more episodes of Rio Pacheco Boy Reporter. No, that would be too much. Although I would, again, I would love an entire issue dedicated to the limp lizards. Aw, that would be great, wouldn't it? Although I think I already wrote that. You did. Kit wrote a fanfic if you guys haven't read it yet. That's right. That's what these people have done to me. We made Kit write fanfic. Actually, we didn't, we didn't even touch you. You came to me of your own volition and said, I wrote fanfic, and then you said some swear words. I mean, I already wrote a 140,000 word novel about Teen Wolf. 2,000 words on Gem isn't that bad. Anyway, this is Dark Gem Part 3. We've had two other parts of Dark Gem. Let's talk about the previously page. So we start with the Dark Gem and the holograms, uh, leaving the room where the Starlight Girls were. So worried about the Starlight Girls. With Mrs. Bailey asking them if everything's all right. Blaze coming out as a transgender woman, which I'm not sure why that's in the previously page unless it's relevant to this issue. I don't know. Unless they wanted to just sort of make sure that like everybody. All right, look. No. Okay, look. But you know, you're right. I guess it wouldn't really matter. Yeah, usually the previously page is reserved for things that are relevant to the current issue. Like the fact that Stormer and Kimber are apparently broken up again. No babies! Why do you keep doing this to me? Oh, and also, I guess the entire audience has heard the dark music and it's wormed its way into their ears. Whatever. Babies! There's there's some kind of mind virus plot line going on here. There's, that's not the important part. The important part is Stormer is sad. And her little broken up. Oh. Oh. The opening act is over. Dark Gem has left the stage. And here come the new misfits. And Blaze is like, don't mess up, which is a really great thing to say to yourself right before you do any kind of public appearance. Just don't mess up. And then you trip as soon as you get out onto the stage. Ah, Blaze doesn't trip, though. She actually does great. Yeah, she nails it. It's just the fact is that the audience is currently full of mind slaves. Yeah, I really like the composition of this page of uh, of Blaze's sort of first opening with the rest of the misfits. We've got more of these like purple and yellow song notes that are definitely Blaze instead of Pizzazz. It looks really good. And then you've got this just like open panel down at the bottom of the audience with their dead, dead eyes. And then Jed and Stormer remark on the fact that there is something wrong with the crowd. No, you don't say. We've got this great shot of all four of them jamming together and everybody just looks great. Roxy's got pizza earrings. Roxy eats earrings. Yeah, I just noticed that. I really like this double pullback, like giant ball of hair thing that uh, Jed's got going on. Roxy must have earlobes of steel because all of her earrings I've seen look like they're really heavy. And then we also have the rest of the band noticing the audience again as they sort of like risen in view from the last page. So it's like they're looming more and it's creepy. I really like how the crowd is drawn here. This looks like it's right out of like a Hellboy comic. It's great. This is 100% Mike Mignola. 
And then as the song continues, we switch to backstage as the dark holograms are heading back to their bus. Oh, hello, Craig. You're wearing an Aja shirt. And Aja doesn't notice. Aja just walks right past him. I get the feeling he just bought that and then chopped the sleeves off it. I get the feeling that he made that at home. Yeah, I get that feeling too. And he's like tugging on it a little bit to show it to her and she just walks right past him. I made you a shirt. It's got my girlfriend on it. It's you. But no, he gets completely ignored. And as they march onto the bus, Craig is like, Rio, what's happening? She won't even look at me. And Rio looks irritated. What I love about this comic is that in any other comic, that would have been a conversation between two girls. It would have been. Rio is going to go figure out what's up because he is, as we know, a boy reporter. He's also got real anime hair going on in this issue. Yeah, I know there's been like arguments on Twitter between Sophie and uh, and Kelly as to how long that Sophie wants to make Rio's hair. And Kelly's like, no, no, keep it short. No, Sophie. So I'm guessing this is their compromise. They're splitting the difference. Party in the front, business in the back. I have heard undercuts described as sideways mullets, and I can't get it out of my head now. And anyway, they go up to the tour bus. Kimber opens the door and goes, oh, it's you again, which I feel is a lot of people's response to Rio. The cartoon Rio, anyway. And he's like, I would, I would wanted to ask if you've seen Jerrica. She's like, not my problem if you can't keep track of your girlfriend. Seems like you'd give a crap if your sister hasn't been seen in days. By you. I've seen her plenty. Kimber tosses over her shoulder, going if you want. Just Jem in there. And then Jem is a belligerent teen. Whatever. Is she reading a magazine with herself on it? Yes. She's at least on the back cover. So Rio sits down to have a conversation with Jem about how everything is very weird right now and he is uncomfortable with it. But every time I look for her, I find you. Is that really so bad? Of course it's bad. I want to talk to my freaking girlfriend. I have no idea what's going on. And she kisses him. And unlike in the cartoon where he's just, I'll just date them both. He gets mad. And he's like, what in the world are you doing? She's one of your closest friends. How dare you? And he just walks out. He curses. And then that starts to make something happen. Jem runs off out of the bus after him. I wait, I, I, what, what's happening? And then we get what is probably the coolest sequence in the comic so far. With Jim leaning forward, uh, clutching her head. She's like surrounded by black. Everything's cracking and like dissolving. And she's like, I, what's happening to me? Something's wrong. She opens her mouth and this, this, this torrent of white comes out. Yeah, it's just like it's like a screaming speech bubble, but there's nothing in it. It's actually really cool. I feel like I've seen this moment in a mainframe cartoon somewhere. <laughs> You're probably right. Because dang, mainframe can get creepy when they want. There's all these like flecks of ink everywhere. And then while she still has this white text bubble and we start seeing these these jags of like that black and orange music, she starts running from the bus. And then we just we have these two panels of where it's like Jim being blended with Jerrica and we see it cracking and there's just like splatters of it where you'll see Jerrica's eye and then Jim's eye and then Jerrica's eye and it's just it's just splattering like she's coming apart in literal pieces. It's like glitches. It's glitching out where like where an animation just sort of stutters and you see the frames just sort of pop in and out. It's very, very well drawn and 
the colors are spectacular. You can really sort of imagine this happening in your head. This is really great. It looks so good. She's like, you get a panel of her running where like you can see sort of the the gem hologram glitching up and over her with the arms and ah, oh, it's it's so good. It's so good. Also, this was happening in full view of a lot of people and I feel like that's going to come back to bite her in the ass. Yeah, I'm really curious about that. She finds her way to an alley and it's just, what, what, what? No, 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 no. And then we get the page that I've seen previewed before and that does nothing to lessen its impact. Yeah, it's this enormous splash page of just like Jerrica's face split down the middle with gem. It's it's really great. This is something you've got to see for yourself. This is difficult to describe in words, but it's incredible. It's visceral. There's all these like square fragments everywhere and rising out of her head, bleeding from the middle of her head is something. Something with long claws, something with wings, something with bright, horrible eyes. Judging from the art that we've seen, I think it's safe to say that this is our first view almost of of Silica, whatever she is. Oh man, it's just like this this page in particular shows why it's been so great to have Sophie drawing this book and Victoria Roboto coloring it. They they make such a good team. And then the next page is in Pizzazz's bedroom. And it's actually, it's, a, it's an amazing stark contrast too, because we go from like this really deep pink to greens and it's all green toned. You're right. It's a great use of the sort of color themes for these, for these two characters. Oh, hey, young man, Marty. Nice to see you. You're snuggling with Pizzazz. Bedroom of one Phyllis Gabor, a.k.a. Pizzazz, a.k.a. former front woman of the Misfits. And her phone's blowing up. Sweetie, that's why you put that on silent. It's Clash. Thought you'd want to see. Hope you're doing okay. Miss you. Heart XOXO. And it's a video that she probably found that someone shot of uh, of Blaze. Uh, but it's definitely the performance. And even Pizzazz admits they sound great. She seems to kind of defeated about it. She's just like, they sound great. She's got to get the band back together. So then on our next page, we have Jerrica, whose eyes are back to normal. Oh, thank God. The earrings are back to normal. Yay. She just slowly wakes up. She seems dazed, but she also seems to remember what's been happening. She says, what have I done? What have we done? Oh, God. Kimber, Hush, and Shayna. They're goth now. <laughs> There's none more goth. Anyway, she goes to the motel to see Rio. Current motel room of one, Rio Pachinko. Hold on, I'm coming. And then Rio opens the door and Jerrica promptly flings herself into his arms and smooches him. And apologizes. And then over his shoulder, you see that Craig is in the back. And for a moment, for a moment, I thought that Rio and Craig had slept together. You didn't see that second bed, huh? I did not see that second bed. I thought that, that was where this comic was going. Hmm. 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 I'm not going to lie. I kind of shipped it. Hmm. I think it's plausible. Anyway, Rio says that instead of saying that we had incredible sex together, he says he drove up to see the show. He got here late, too late to see it. But Aja wouldn't see him afterwards. Walked right by him like he was a stranger. So Jerrica gives them what rundown she can while still keeping her secret. I'm sorry. I can't explain it more than that. But if you want them back, you have to accept that I can only tell you what I can tell you. And that's the plan. N no deviations, no exceptions. And the boys look at each other and then both say, we're in. <laughs> I like Craig's hair. I like Craig's broken nose. Oh, you're right, he does. Oh, that makes him so much cuter. I like that Jerrica is still written with the stutter in here. 
that shows that she's clearly scared, she's clearly nervous, and she's clearly trying to work through her sort of shy hangups to make something happen. I love that they've managed to dig up some iPod Nanos from somewhere. Yeah, what the heck? Let's go through their gear here. They got like a trash bag, three headphones, two iPod Nanos. Where did they find those? Those are the iPod Nano from like 2008. I don't know, but Craig's got another one in his bag. I want to know where they found all that rope. If you walk into a convenience store late at night and buy rope and duct tape, somebody needs to call the cops. Because I mean, that that rope, I'm pretty sure that rope is a little too thin to be the kind of rope that you're going to find backstage. You know what? Okay, you're right. The Nanos are way more unbelievable. Yeah, they are. Anyway, here comes the plan and they all have like... This is like this is like that scene from the Fantastic Mr. Fox movie. Where it's like, I didn't have a bandit hat, so I'm going to use this tube sock. Also, I love that Rio has cut a hole out of his bandit hat for his hair to poke through. It's that anime. Rio's got a bandit mask with a hole cut out for his hair. Craig is just wearing like a domino mask like a ninja turtle. And Jerrica has a ski mask with a mouth hole. There is none more anime than Rio. And meanwhile, like, Aja, Shayna, and Kimber are just sort of walking uh, abreast of each other, just wherever. Because that's how they roll. I kind of love that. They're just marching down the street in goth unison. Side by side. Jerrica explains a little bit of the plan. It's like, remember, your music needs to be on and loud and constant. You can't let them sing to you. And she's still stuttering and it's so cute. I can't believe we're kidnapping your sisters again. I feel like we need to look at some life choices that are leading us this way. You're not wrong. Ah, there's too many hijinks. Rio's like, why am I dating this woman? There's always hijinks. It's also nice to have a little bit of levity after the intense scariness that is Darktum. And then Craig warns them, watch out for Aja's right hook. It'll flatten you. They've got headphones on, but some music comes on. And I'm not sure if it's coming through their headphones as well, or if it's just sort of a ambient. She did say loud and constant. And what's more loud and constant? Than the misfits. So what we do in this two-page spread here is that we switch between the misfits that are still on stage, Blaze is still singing, to this fight scene where they try and subdue the dark holograms. I also love that the misfits set is not just one song. <laughs> yeah, that's true. This is definitely a different song. How delightful. And also it implies that they've been playing for like half an hour to an hour. Which is, you know... It's a concert. It's about a set. Not in Gem World. <laughs> well, the Dark Holograms did apparently just have one song, as far as we can tell, and it's the Dark Song. I like to imagine that they basically did that song from Scott Pilgrim that's I Am So Sad, I Am Very, Very Sad, and it was 0.5 seconds long. Oh, I would love that. Anyway, yeah, Craig gets punched. He gets the crap punched out of him by Aja. And then while the others are grabbing people and they're just kind of sitting there, Aja's fighting for her life and fighting Craig. Anyone want to trade? I love that Shayna is just like, as goth, she's just been so like monotone and still and just like Morticia Adams, basically. So tying her up is just a matter of just, and you're tied up now. She puts up no fight. She just glares. Also, this is happening in the middle of the street, apparently. Yeah, as far as we can tell. That's why they're wearing ninja masks. Why Why is nobody stepping in? I just imagine everybody's like, well, that guy is super anime with purple hair and that guy's super blue haired. So maybe they're part of the same band and this is a big prank. This has to be some kind of publicity stunt is what everyone assumes at all times, apparently. Anyway, we cut to the concert and Blaze is like, what happened? Was it me? And then Stormer's like, no, we were awesome. The crowd is just awful today. Blaze, honey, you were great. It's just, you know, there's zombies. Sorry. 
Sometimes the audience is zombies. It's no big deal. It happens. Please, baby. And we've cut back for like a quick Jericho Rio smooch. And then we also see that of all the holograms, we've got Kimber and Shayna, who are, you know, just normal tied up. And then we've got Aja, who is literally completely taped up with duct tape. Yeah, she is cocooned in duct tape. She cannot be trusted. Uh, that is going to be really difficult to get off of her when the time comes. They're going to need to cut her out of that. It apparently takes six hours to not forcibly wake yourself up from the Dark Gem music. We have six hours later. It is such a freaking relief to see the holograms in their pastels again. And what's interesting is they all sort of agree that uh, Shane in particular hits the nail on the head here. It's almost like it wasn't me doing it, but it wasn't almost. It was us. I, I like that we're not like totally absolving them. I also like that when Jerrica says she kissed Rio as Gem, the reaction amongst the sisters is like, what? What did he do? And then when she's like, he pushed me away and yelled at me. And they're like, thank God, good man. I like that Aja in particular looks like she is ready to march out of the door and punch Rio Pacheco in the face for cheating on her sister with her sister's persona. Oh, this is a complete 180 from the reaction of the cartoon. I love it. It's so nice. It's so nice. And then Kimber remembers the most important thing that happened. She's like, oh, crap, I broke up with Stormer again. Again! But Jerrica cuts in. We've got so much bigger problems than just mending fences with our loved ones. No, you don't. Whatever happened to us, we've been spreading it. Oh my god, we played a whole set. We infected all those people with whatever we had. And the Starlight Girls, too. What have we done? Worried about the Starlight Girls 2K16. And then Jerrica's like, well, it'll wear off. And now just like, it's all over the internet. They're gonna keep listening to it. How can we stop it? We'll have to pull the videos, which won't really help because they're going to be mirrors. Yeah, it's the internet. I think we have to disconnect Synergy. And then we switch to our last page where we see what we think is Synergy. This is the Synergy color scheme that we are used to, not the strange one with the black eyes from the start of Dark Gem. And it seems like someone is talking to Synergy or she is talking to herself. They have been gone too long. We will have to re-expose them when they return. No. No. Stop saying that. You cannot stop me. You never could. This is like those episodes of Star Trek where Data has malfunctioned and is starting to attack people. And they're like, we may have to disconnect Data. And you know they're not going to disconnect Data. But dang, it's like we keep seeing this, this black and yellow entity, this thing that is Synergy or is separate from her. It's, it's that same head with the bat wings and the long claws and the teeth. There's an entire panel dedicated to the teeth. Silica is creepy as heck. And I am not afraid to say that. I also like that our shot of Synergy is one where she seems to be in some sort of stasis. It's very likely that we are looking at sort of the inside of Synergy's mind here. Whatever form that takes. And that is where we leave off. And uh, our holograms column is still completely black with, uh, with light text. Although none of the letters are actually there in time for the start of Dark Gem. Uh, so these are all people who are like, happy, yay, Rio Pacheco boy reporter, hooray. Also, will the misfits have a switch like the holograms? I'd love to see a dark punk gym versus bubblegum pink pizzazz. Kelly actually stepped in and answered some of these about like Rhea, for instance, when we're bringing Rhea in. Where are we going to do switch off? If there's actually music to go with some of these lyrics. It's an interesting read, although you guys, have you seen the uh, the preview? 
preview for the cover of Dark Gem 6. It's both bands together and they're all in pink and green ensembles. Uh, so I guess they're going to have to come together. And it's making me think of Owen Don 2. So I'm getting real excited. They're going to come together with the power of music and friendship. And then go back to being rivals again. So we're uh, we're over the midpoint here. Things are dark, but maybe we can actually fight back. But I imagine it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. Because now we have actually seen a little bit of silica. And I'm still very worried about the Starlight Girls. We have not seen any of the Starlight Girls since that happened. That's going to be like a 13th hour oh crap, isn't it? They're going to be like the penultimate boss. They're going to have to fight Starlight Girls, Dark Starlights, with friendship and music. That might actually be what Silica and the Sickness is. In the meantime, we will wait with bated breath. Because I don't think that we actually have any specials or anything coming up between us and the next three issues of Dark Gem. Woof. You guys ready for this? Ah. Those babies better get back together, like, immediately. Although I get the feeling after a while, Stormer's just going to be like, why do you keep breaking up with me? Stormer, honey. I'm not going to say she deserves better because Kimber is adorable, but she deserves stability. The Gem Jam comes out every Sunday on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can also find us on Twitter and Tumblr. We are at the Gem Jam just about everywhere, except on Twitter where we are at Gem Jam Cast. If you want to support the podcast, giving us a like, review, a subscription, whatever you want to do really helps our metrics would be great. If you have some cash lying around, we are a Patreon-supported podcast. You can find us at patreon.com slash the Gem Jam. Give us a couple bucks a month. You can get some cool stuff. It'd be cool to get some dollars from you. We love you all the same. So until next time, dear listeners, I'm Annie. I'm Kit. And I'm Mac. And this has been the Gem Jam, where we ask you, have you ever danced with the devil in the outrageous moonlight?